Life happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. So there's a book that's out, um, and it's penned by Professor Veli Lenjulwana Ngota, and he is an author of a called a book called Ubudota, and uh, he is a psychologist. He is also a part of a, a psychological group that does a lot of lot of work in this area. He joins us now on the line, and really part of this the book is about how we should be trying to raise our boy children. He joins us now on the line. Prof, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pumelo and your listeners. Thank you so much for the opportunity to chat with you about our work. G- give We're me very the grateful for that. Absolute pleasure. Give me the background of, of what really was the reason behind you sitting down and thinking, okay, I've got to do something. Mm-hmm. I've got to write it down. Sure. You know, on the, um, the 25th of August, 2013, Lombo Nisoka wrote a very powerful piece on one of the local newspapers. I don't want to mention it, but mm-hmm. the title of the piece is called Women Must Lead Initiation Debate. Mm-hmm. On that piece, Lombo really asked very important pertinent questions about how we raise our children. But even though the piece was really focusing on initiation, mm-hmm. but I thought it, it, it looks at how we as black parents and African parents in particular, we have to go back to the drawing board and think about ways to raise our boy child today, given the challenges that we're facing in our community today. I mean, gender-based violence, the issues of uh, sexual assault, rape, uh, the, the fights in school. I mean, it's an array of challenges uh, that we, we have to address. Mm. Uh, she's asking lots of important questions in that, in that article, one of which is, what are the young men taught during the initiation period? Mm-hmm. Who shapes their thinking about manhood? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, those questions, they stayed with me, and I said, you know what, one has to do something about this. I went around, talked to parents informally. I went to uh, celebrations of uh, young boys coming from the initiation school and uh, converse with parents about what went wrong in our communities, mm-hmm. the, the challenges that we're facing. Mm-hmm. And then the idea of writing the book came. Uh, I think I mentioned to you that I'm trained as a clinical psychologist mm-hmm. with a specific focus on child and uh, adolescence development and I've done a little bit of work around the, the issues of child development and uh, young men. Mm-hmm. Um, so the book came out of that. Took me that long. <laughs> no, I mean it, it's important for you to outline that, and I'll tell you one of the things that we we are having a conversation about here on this particular platform. So we're obviously having this sure. ongoing conversation around gender-based violence, but what's coming mm. very strongly from our listeners, male listeners, is nobody is interrogating enough the question of why it is, and you are sure. highlighting one element of it, saying, you know, what shapes the mind of these young people? What is it that they are being taught? Who's teaching them? Mm-hmm. And so on. Maybe from your assessment, even with the interviews you've had with people on the ground, young people themselves, families, and so on, where would you then say is the problem? You're asking the question, what went wrong with our society? Sure. In your interrogation, could you maybe sum up what you kind of have, have started um, dealing with in understanding what is the problem? Certainly, I mean, a part of the, uh, the the book really speaks to one aspect of it. Yes. Uh, really, we're looking at the, uh, uh, the, the boy or child. Uh, 
Mm. How do we as parents raise them? Mm. And what are some of the, uh, the, the, the pertinent issues we need to be thinking about? In fact, on the book, I'm making four propositions, which I'll go through them yes. uh, with you as we discuss sure. further. Sure. As to what we need to think about is black parents and African parents in particular. Mm. But we also, as you saw, the, uh, the, 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 the outline we sent to your producer. Sure. We also have some work that we focus on the actual children themselves, the boy child themselves, so mm. that we equip them with uh, specific competencies and skills as they interact with uh, others and the influences that they are bombarded with, I mean, the TV, the Internet, and uh, substance abuse, alcohol. I mean, all the challenges that they are facing. So that by the time they leave, our target is really kids who are in primary school, uh, getting towards high school, mm-hmm. uh, where we uh, inculcate the, uh, the values of respect, the values of responsibility, and the, the character. We hope and pray that this work will work together with uh, the parents, mm-hmm. because for this work to be successful, the, the nucleus or the, 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 the foundation, it has to be at home with the parents, regardless of the uh, family formation. Yes. We strongly believe that once that foundation is laid, which is what the book really does. I mean, Proposition 1, for example, we say that uh, parents, you need to think about what we call impundiso, mm-hmm. which we say that children, we as parents, we have the responsibility to harness this idea of respect, this idea of responsibility, this idea of character in our children in every interaction that we have with them. Mm-hmm. Whether you are a parent at home, whether you are a teacher mm-hmm. at school, mm-hmm. whether you leave Kanga working mm-hmm. with kids mm-hmm. in the initiation school, mm-hmm. your job as a parent, you have to be thinking about this issue because whatever you impart is going to be a foundation that they navigate their lives with. Yo. And more importantly on this conversation, uh, as you know, uh, children not only learn by listening to mm. what we say, mm. but also they look at how we actually carry ourselves. <laughs> so the, the, the messages that we communicate uh, non-verbally mm-hmm. through our interactions with them, to the way we, we talk to them, mm. we also highlight a lot of that in that Proposition 1 we, we talk about. Proposition Prof- 2. Let's stay with Proposition 1 first for a while. And and I like what you're saying in saying that we we have to remember we model the teachings. It's not so much what you say. We have to model the teachings. The tricky bit about this society is that we really are a broken society. We come from family units, whatever the makeup, uh, that themselves have not got this foundation or have lost it Mm. for whatever reason. How And you were very clear about the fact that it's an it's both sides we've got to do expect the children to become this and then we also have to be ourselves responsible about how we role model and our bit in this relationship my 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 problem now is that we ourselves are a bit of a mess right so how do we then sort that out well, if you look at the, uh, the, the, uh, the cover of the book, it says, Obudoda, uh, Raising Our Black Teenage Sons into mm. Honorable Men. Mm-hmm. A handbook for parents, teachers, Amakankata, and other caring adults. Yes. So our audience for this uh, first uh, publication really is a conversation with the parents, yeah. the, 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 the influential adults in our 
football child life, so mm-hmm. to speak. Uh, we're saying, here's the toolbox. As we are interacting with our boy child, consider some of these things. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really what we, uh, that's what these propositions are about, so mm-hmm. to speak. So that uh, you don't say, I don't have enough mm-hmm. in my toolbox mm-hmm. to help this child to become a better man. We say, no, 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 no. Your job is to read this, what we're suggesting, mm-hmm. and see if you agree with some of what we're putting forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea of uh, helping our children with uh, understanding the concept of respect, mm-hmm. responsibility, and character is fundamental mm-hmm. to how they navigate their lives successfully. Mm-hmm. And that will come from us as parents when we interact with them, when we, uh, we, we provide them with some life lessons. Um, so the, the, uh, the, the, that task, we cannot sidestep. And, um, and the responsibility lays uh, across the board. It does not only end at school, uh, it, or at home rather. It also goes to school. It goes to the community. It goes to the church communities. I mean, we have lots of resources that we can tap into to really fulfill this uh, African yeah. adage that yeah. it, it takes a village to raise a child so to speak. So, so what you're suggesting here is that while you are learning about how to raise this boy child, in actual fact, what you're also doing is that you keep shaping your own character while you're doing it. Certainly. Certainly. Mm. Because, I mean, you know, it's, it's um, kind of like the, uh, uh, there are two schools of thought that looks at how we develop, you know, there's the... Uh, the kind of like the Freudian mm. type of looking at it, that uh, our life, uh, every childhood experiences, influences where we are mm-hmm. today. Mm. Uh, but what we're just suggesting with the parents that, yes, that's important, but we want you to look at here and now. Mm. You know, this is who you are now. Mm-hmm. And here are the challenges that we're facing. You don't have the tools because of your past, mm-hmm. but we're providing you with a new toolbox for you now to think about, the challenges that we're facing today. So it's no longer uh, important to focus about the past, how you abuse yourself as a parent ah. to how it influences you and how you interact with the child today. Uh, you know, the, the here and now approach is uh, influenced by a very, very prominent psychologist yes. at Stanford, uh, Yalom. is uh, very big on that. I mean, it took a couple of years Prof, I want us to... We need to stay there because a lot of people will tell you that, you know, you know, I, I still harbor a resentment because my father wasn't there. I harbor resentment because I was abused. In fact, even the relationship that you're seeing playing out now, many people will tell you, I am because my wife has pushed me to become X, Y, Z. I am because, you know, there is this other element that is shaping what I am becoming. And you're saying, park that aside. Let's deal with you right now, with the here and now and the outcome that we'd like to see. Look, I mean, I'm not trying to suggest that um, uh, the challenges of the past do not have the impact on how we interact today. I no. do hear you, yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying is that there's a critical element that we're facing as a people today mm. that we need to deal with. Um, because we can do this concurrently. Mm-hmm. If you know that you've been bruised in the past by your relationships with the parents, mm. with your father, with uh, whoever is the source of that, mm-hmm. work on the plan to heal that whilst at the same time equipping yourself with 
the tools to be a better man or a yeah. yeah how to interact with your ball child because we don't want to transfer the pain that you have to your current uh, relationship with the child yeah they don't deserve that. It's about they breaking that mold. That. It's about breaking that mold. Well, let's open the lines. Breaking oh, the cycle. Yeah. Breaking the cycle, yeah. yeah. 011-714-2006. On WhatsApp, we're on 0614-104-107. Uh, we are taking your calls about this really important conversation. How are we going to be bringing up these wonderful boys that we have among us? And the book is called Ubu Dota. And we're going to have this conversation all the way until 2 o'clock. Let's, though, take a bit of a break and go to the headlines with Kanyisile Manyoni and then we'll be back with more. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. We were in conversation with Professor Veli Len Chuluana Mgota, and he's an author of a book called Ubudota. He is a clinical psychologist and really has put together a, 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 what I would call a pocketbook, what I would call a Bible of how we, we really need to try and start thinking about how we're going to bring up um, teenage boys, uh, especially in the environment that we're in at the moment. So we are opening the lines, um, 011-714-2006. WhatsApp is 0614. For 104 107. Prof, thank you so much for staying with us. Uh, we have opened thank the line, you. so in a short while we'll take calls just now. But let's move on to uh, the other chapters that you 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 put forward. Um, sure. And and one sure. is saying that assess and understand your parenting style. So in other words, know what your parents what your parenting style That's is right. like. That's right. What does that mean? Uh, as you know from literature, today we have um, a, 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 a group of different parenting styles. Um, so we wanted to challenge the parents to think about their own style and what influences them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we just uh, spoken a few uh, minutes ago, uh, the uh, early life experiences tend to have an influence on how we interact with people today. Mm-hmm. So if you were bruised in the past, Chances are you, you're going to uh, transmit that to your relationships, including how you raise your children. Mm-hmm. So we, 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 we laid out uh, the, the different types of uh, parenting styles. Uh, we highlight the advantages of those and the disadvantages of each. We, we also highlight the parenting style, which we believe uh, would be useful for our parents today to think about as they uh, interact with their children and try to impart uh, the knowledge they have, their own experiences. But at the same time, looking at how um, uh, uh, that parenting style really influences their kids in life in general. Mm. As you know, we have, uh, I mean, let me highlight these four parenting styles, for example. We have what we call a dismissive parenting style. Uh, a parent is there, but is not really paying attention mm. to to any of their children's uh, um, interactions, friends, and uh, whatever they do. Uh, they are very dismissive of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the disapproving parenting style is another one. We, we go on these chapters in detail in explaining each one of them and also the advantage of each and also the disadvantages of each. Mm-hmm. The laser-fed parenting style. I mean, you know, parents, kids uh, can get away with uh, with murder. Mm. The parent would not pay attention to that. Mm. But the last one uh, is really the one we call uh, it's, it's a popular one made by popular by a, a researcher at the University of Seattle, um, 
It's called authoritative parenting style. That's a parenting style that is really molding uh, children uh, to become independent, to develop what we call um, an internal dialogue, kind of like what we say in Costa Isabella. Uh, so that when you are a child, you always remember the lessons and the uh, so that we talk about on proposition one, respect, mm-hmm. responsibility, and the character, so that they go with you uh, when you are with your peers, when you are far away from your parents, but they still, mm-hmm. these are the values that you live by, these are the, uh, uh, this is the character that was built by your parents. Mm-hmm. So it, takes, it helps you to navigate issues of uh, that we see today on the internet on uh, the interactions of our children so that that idea of challenging parents to really look very closely about the style they parent their children and what are some of the pluses in what they do what are some of the minuses in what they do part of this is again to break the cycle because as a parent the, uh, the blueprint of parenting, you pick it up from your home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If that blueprint was not healthy one, you're going to continue with it if you don't really pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. So part of the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the scripture, the, the, the descriptors that we put on this chapter, on these four different parenting styles, we want parents to read through it, and if they see themselves as a dismissive parent, mm-hmm. We also challenge them to look at how do I move away from being dismissive mm. to becoming an authoritative parent mm. that will help my child become an honorable man mm. uh, in the future, so to speak. Even in my absence, even in my absence. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Let, let's I mean, there's a discussion there that I, I also highlighted at the end of the chapter that um, uh, parenting. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to be in the same household. Mm-hmm. You can still be a good parent when you are not with your initial partner, so mm-hmm. to speak. That's what you're suggesting. Yes. Let's take those calls. 011-714-2006. Misani, you're calling from the Western Cape. Thank you so much for calling. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kumelo, and to your guest as well. Look, uh, it's just quite an, an, an interesting topic that you, 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 are, you are dealing with. And it's very close to my heart because... You know, at some point when your guest uh, corrected that he was not um, trying to say, look, the past experiences have no impact in our life at mm. the moment. Mm. Um, really, it does. You know, and I grew up under a very abusive hand mm. and where a man was, uh, you know, a man was something else in our, in our society as, as opposed to what a man should be mm. in our time right now. Mm. And at that, you know, it, it, it impacted me as I grew up because it left me with, with scars where I felt you know, I was not good enough, one, two, I was always subjective, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, always not taking, you know, good from myself, because I grew up under such, you know, space, and, and uh, you know, I would say God gave me boys, I grew with ladies, and I, God gave me boys, and it, it, that's where I started realizing the impact of how I grew up, and uh, the fear that I had as I grew my boys, and I realized that, look, um, you know, the past needs to be dealt with, and, uh, I mean, I think your topic is very key because what it does, is it tries to drive a narrative of the old, you know, parenting, you know, towards the, 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 the new way of, of parenting. And I think so many young men who are out there who might have been in my space because I grew up in a rural space where, you know, you know, the rural 
space teaches one thing that is a man is should be like this mm-hmm. and if you are a man this is how you should treat even your wife mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and now and as i grow up i grow up with, with that fear one and two i grew up trying to understand who should i become mm. i had a parent at that time at that time i was very distant from him but now i'm very close to him because as as we, as we grow up and then things change and we we get we got closer but i missed a whole lot of 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 things that i should have learned from him as a man mm. you know and, and and that left me to the hands of of somebody else i mean everybody else who could have been a father out there and uh, fortunately you know mm. i found someone who I, i i thought was a father and i was very close to and that i feel now if i had not met that person i would have perhaps become something else mm-hmm. and then secondly god helped me as well i'd say because i grew up in church and you know as 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 african some somehow we tend to say look as long as god is there but there is certain qualities that a, par- a parent a father parent you know uh, must 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 teach the boy child so that as they grow up they become the right man you know um today I tried the best I can and I wish to get the book because mm. I'm that young man who is actually trying the best to keep, I mean to to raise the young boys my boys mm. not to anything close to what I really became and I really indeed I'm appealing to all other young men who are out there look uh, try find help you know find a mentor if it's not happening if you have if you not have a, a father in your life try to find it because um, there is a lot that is coming if you grow up and you have kids and uh, you miss to grow them the manner in which the society should respect them and in fact uh, positively then then there's a problem so i just wish to say thank you so much for this man you know mm-hmm. um just to say in closure female um it was in a conference in bumalang where i felt convicted and i said look i need to do something because i used to think that i feel like this because it's all my fault mm-hmm. but i realized in that conference that look i really need help and i need to step out of the past and try to embrace the new and uh, god so much has done so much for me and uh, you know my mother as well i would say she did so much to try and make me who am i today and i'm, I'm a very proud father been married for 12 years i've got boys i grew up and so many other young men look up on me but i'm thinking when i sit alone if i if i if i had not taken a decision and tried the best to can to create a positive out of the negative that i grew up under I wouldn't be what I am today. Ah, thank, you. thank you. It's uh, what a call. I'll be back with uh, with the response for that call uh, and more of your calls. I do see you anonymous. I see you AB. I'll take your calls and I'll also take the WhatsApp notes after this. At SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. Good afternoon Pimelo. Interesting topic. Yes, there's so many programs. People are starting to talk, but there's a hard pushback from men because they don't want to listen they don't want to change why because this thing it, it it was instilled from them at a very young age and even these initiation schools they are the perpetrators of this behavior that no women must do what you want her to do any day anyhow and when you must just sit in the couch and do nothing well there are some men who are changing and you know what there's a lot of things that are happening in the Indian initiation school and men are talking and some of these professionals these professors these doctors that you're calling them there because they are protecting these initiation schools we need a curriculum we need a curriculum as a country or we ban all these initiation schools so that people can go and be circumcised in hospital because what is it that they have been taught because this patriarchy nonsense this 
abuse is carrying on and on and as long as men exchange recipes on how to dominate women in bed and it these recipes they end up in the hands of these small young boys and as a woman if you are saying no no i can't it's like no what is your problem you are not woman enough as long as there's that toxic culture satanic culture We've got a long way to go, sister. We've got a long way to go. And I hope you'll pay my voice note. I hope you will not gatekeep. Hi, Pamela, your team and the listeners of SFM. A very interesting conversation indeed. Um, I actually had um, the same conversation yesterday with my son. What I was saying to him, I said to him, you know what, I want you to respect each and every person that is in front of you, regardless of their gender, whether it's a female or it's a male, you respect them. And for you to be able to do that, you need to start to have a respect for yourself. I mean, that will be able, that will uh, uh, enable you to, to respect the next person in front of you. Very interesting. Thanks, Pamela. Call me in Chambisa. Uh, so Professor Velile Nuchluana Mgota is the author of the book called Ubutota, and he's a clinical psychologist. We're talking about raising boys. Uh, Prof, I, I think you heard the, the two voice notes that came oh. through. Um, maybe let's start mm. with the, the first one, the lady that said, you know, um, she's encouraged by the fact that there are some men who are listening. There are lots of programs out there, but you can hear, you can hear. And this is really uh, an indication of what many women who call into the show feel, that nobody is willing to listen even though there are the number of solutions that are presented to us yeah I mean it's a it's a, it's a huge challenge uh, but at the same time uh, in my interaction with a group of men uh, if uh, you present the uh, alternative to what they are used to mm. uh, uh, and also highlight the, the, the challenge, you know, the, the gender-based violence and femicide is no joke. It's a serious matter that every South African, especially men and uh, boys, we have to be thinking about ways of ending that completely in our society. Uh, so part of these conversations, I mean, as you saw in the outline that we are sending to you, we are intending to engage boys and men uh, around this issue so that not only are they equipped to dealing with it, but also the, they have the vocabulary to, to express. Because part of this, as I go along uh, in these propositions that I'm putting in the book, mm-hmm. uh, I also look at how we socialize the boy mm-hmm. child. Mm-hmm. I also understand that we have to have, as parents, a way to teach our children how to manage their emotions. Mm. Uh, we have to teach them to have what I call an internal dialogue, uh, which is part of uh, Proposition 1, so to speak. Uh, that idea of respect, that idea of responsibility for self and others, that character that we want to inculcate, so that each time uh, they have a situation that is challenging them, they go back to that inner voice, to that what I call internal dialogue, mm-hmm. which really shows them right from wrong, good from bad. Would my parent, would my mother, would my father agree with me on this action that I'm about to take now? Even if it's pushed by the peers 
or the, uh, the, the situation that they are in. So part of uh, parenting uh, that we're proposing on this is getting to that deeper level. And uh, we're creating spaces for this. I mean, we, uh, you saw the outline that I sent to your uh, producer. We have a conversation with men. We have a 26-week uh, training specifically for men to discuss some of these issues, uh, whether they are perpetrators of uh, gender-based violence or not. They have to have this uh, uh, conversation on the table uh, and equip them, really undoing the way we socialize men. Uh, is a huge component of yeah. this, which is part of uh, Proposition 3. Yes. Uh, we have to understand the gender role socialization. Mm-hmm. So Prof, social. when you speak about the, the gender role socialization and the context of the kind of society we are in, one can argue that patriarchy is rewarded. So what then do you then offer as the alternative? Because if I'm benefiting from patriarchy and I, it, it suits me, why would I then want to change? Well, I mean, I think part of the, uh, like I said earlier on, uh, the proposition we are putting forward, uh, we have to start them early. Mm-hmm. Because this is part of uh, kind of like a child development uh, 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 pathway, so to speak. Uh, the work we are talking about, we intend to target kids from as early as primary school so that we harness respect, we harness responsibility, we harness character. Uh, the exposure to patriarchy uh, will be minimized if those values, those core values are inculcated, I believe, mm. earlier on in life of our children. So that there are interactions. I mean, you know, I have two kids, a boy and a girl. And they try my level best to make sure that the, uh, their interactions uh, and um, uh, the, the way they uh, it, it, uh, relate to each other is respectful, is affirming to each one of them, so to speak. Um, it, 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 it's a challenge that we have to take it up as parents, and we cannot really uh, avoid it. Uh, but in order for us to take it, we have to have the tools and the intention to do it. Yes, perhaps what I'm asking is we need to start with the buy-in. So if, I'm, if, if I want to teach my children to be better, I've got to believe that being better means that you don't slap um, a, a, another person. It doesn't matter whether it's a girl or a boy. You don't slap people around. Mm-hmm. You don't use violence. However, if mm-hmm. for me in my home violence works from where I sit. If if I get somebody who opposes my views and I use violence and it works all the time because as soon as I slap them, they shut up, right? I then have to buy into the alternative. And I'm asking, how are we going to get that person? Because often people who are here in these conversations are already converted, often. So I'm trying to talk to the guy who slapping people around works for him because it just is it's it it's good i slap them around they don't then question me and you know physically i'm able to do it and it works how do we get mm-hmm. that guy to see that actually it doesn't work because for him from where he stands it works 
Certainly. I mean, I think part of the strategy, I mean, hearing what I think I hear what you're asking is uh, what are the sites where we could start to uh, influence, change that mm-hmm. we desire, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of this work, we, we intend to take it to school. We intend to take it to church communities. Uh, we are also drafting a correspondence to the Department of Correctional Services. As we, have, as we know, across the country, they have lots of youth centers where young boys uh, are arrested. And we, 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 we have to have a targeted approach on this mm. and also uh, start as early as possible. Uh, uh, because, like I stated earlier on, this is complex work and mm. it requires complex solutions. Mm. Uh, part of the buy-in, in my view, it has to start as early as possible. And again, I want to go back to what I said earlier on, the, the, the foundation Mm. for this to be successful is a family. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take those calls. AB, yeah. you're calling from Pochestrum. Thanks for your patience. Good afternoon. Hello, Hello. how are you? I'm well, thanks, AB. Thanks for calling. Yes. Uh, I, I want to bring a different uh, view mm-hmm. to what you have been discussing mm-hmm. and the, the views of the prof. I believe uh, the books from someone from Seattle or wherever in America, it is just commercialized again. Uh, it was. It is what I'm, I was saying yesterday. No, 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 no. Pro, 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 no, he's not from. He's not from Seattle. The book is not from Seattle. I just want to correct that because I think you have to start at the right piece. It's called Ubuto. Sorry, it's it's called Ubuto. That the gentleman is right here in South Africa. No, 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 I had the professor saying what was good to someone. He was, he was talking about some church. principles. Yes, he was talking about some principles that, that he was referring to, but he is not from Seattle. Okay, no. Uh, I'm sorry for that. Okay. So that misunderstanding. All right. But all I'm saying is what we ought to be doing is to really emphasize our uh, culture as Africans. To dealing with these issues of raising our sons. If you go to the book of John, chapter 20, verse 17, it says, uh, The son shall follow in the footsteps of the father. Uh, to, to come to a man who never went to school and give him a book with many, I hear the party speaking of Liaises Fair. Someone doesn't understand what that is. Come to down to our level as Africans. And initiation schools, if you went to the mountain, there is nothing like teaching us to 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 to, to, to uh, mishandle our women. We respect our women. In fact, again, I'm reiterating what I said yesterday. Rakhadi, in all cultures, muzolo, musoto, mutoza, muin. That is a kingmaker. In any conflict in the family, when you want to get married, when there's a trouble in your marriage. You call the elders. If, for example, things that you're watching on TV, we're talking about our culture. We're talking about teaching. If, you see, what we see on TV is what we live on street. For example, there are shows that shows that, that, that show how to, how to hijack. We're glorifying things that are not relevant in our lives. And then we hear things, go and buy a book. We don't have to. 
in Africa. No, God AB, let me correct you. No, AB, AB, there are different strategies to deal with this problem. You are only wanting us to talk about one dimension of the problem and solving the problem. There are many ways of solving this problem. Dealing with a book today does not mean that we haven't had conversations about other solutions. On this show, I have had, yeah. I have every week somebody who talks about African ways of dealing with the problem. So I think I, I really need yeah. to correct you because you can't shift and say let's not have this conversation because you are only interested in one solution i'm saying to you this thing as prof has said is complex and you cannot eliminate the other for the other it's a multi-dimensional conversation and solutions are also very different in for many different people so this is what we're doing today don't shut it down because we have other conversations on another day no, I, I hear that, my, uh, my sister. All I'm saying to you is uh, that is the, not the general narrative in everything. No, AB, I, I don't. I'm not accepting team. that. I'm not accepting that. If you listen to the show, okay. I okay. am not a generalist, and I'm not going to take on your criticism of other people of how we treat this issue. We do focus on African knowledge systems and ways in which there are there are solutions in that aspect. I'm not going to take the criticism because we have honored ourselves in making sure that we bring that to the table here every single week. So I don't think it's fair for you to say we can't have this conversation because you want us only to talk about the other. That's, I mean, have your last say. <laughs> AB? You're not going he to... Probably, you know. you, he's, you're still there, are you? He is still there. He's just not responding. All right. Anonymous in Midrand. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, uh, Anonymous. Afternoon, <laughs> Professor. Go ahead, uh, Anonymous. Go ahead. Look, um, I'm looking at the way how we can uh, uh, assist and or make a contribution to expand this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously, uh, the Professor must also uh, understand that you know you'll have to do another edition depending yes. on how sure. the, the current one in fact is about it's 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 framed mm-hmm. but it's actually dealing with the problem in fact i think i like your question about how do you deal with it right it's not something of yesterday it's something of centuries mm-hmm. right but let's deal with the issue of i think what the professor is actually done Obviously, he has actually researched and he has gone to people that look at how men, I'm talking about now, a while back, 50, 60 years, how they would take time to be made men. Mm. To be made men. Mm-hmm. In respect of the, you know, uh, uh, elements, the principles that he has enunciated in his presentation. It was not a week. It was not two weeks. It was months. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. but uh, you can't do it today uh, where you take people for six months mm. for so much. In fact, you right. Mm. You mm. can't do it. You've got to find a strategy. And I'm saying this is the strategy. Mm-hmm. Now, can we then right. use it as a vehicle? You see, now what I'm to cut matters short, uh, I request to Melo to give my phone to uh, the professor, mm-hmm. but I also request sure. that to Melo on a regular basis. You need to create a platform for people to make a contribution. Because whilst I understand the professor is talking about, you will go to churches, 
you go to, you know, more formalized institutions, if mm. I may say that. Mm-hmm. You see? And sometimes you, you do get uh, the culprit there, but when they're in a church, <laughs> they won't behave. <laughs> you, mm. you, you see, mm. uh, you, they, they won't display mm. this character. In fact, you still am saying that. I think the, the issue, how do you take it to the taverns? Because mm. if, if you were to look at right. violence, which comes out, out of a tavern, in fact, you see what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. A, a violence which comes out of the people who are taking drugs, mm. you see, right? Mm. How can we deal with it? In, you, you understand what I'm saying? Mm. So, and, and there's, mm-hmm. in the part of me, he's talking about young people. We, we've got a problem about the youth. And when I'm talking about the youth, I mean, if you talk about people who are to influence society, the youth, and even maybe up to 50. How do you deal with that? That, that was the question, mm. uh, 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 what you call it, to me. Sure. I don't want professor to wait, I don't want, but I think those are some of the thoughts I'm, I'm linking up, mm. that how we deal with those. I, I like that. I, I will take that mm. on and I, I accept that. I like we that, will yeah. bring him back. Professor, we're going to bring you back. That's the. <laughs> I think you Thank don't you. have much Come of a choice in this. <laughs> I think, I think it's much, it's too. loud and clear. Let's let's do that. Let's make sure that we bring you back. We're going to have to leave it here because sure. we have run out of time. It is two o'clock. I'm going to have to go to the very latest in SABC News. And I promise you this conversation will continue.